Welcome to the Chicago Poetry Tour podcast, produced by the Poetry Foundation, publisher of Poetry Magazine. This is tour number one, the Chicago Cultural Center. This tour discusses the Chicago literary renaissance, gives a brief overview of poetry in Chicago, and features a reading by Carl Sandburg. The Chicago Poetry Tour is a multimedia tour of poetry written in and about Chicago. It features a wide range of poets, set in a variety of neighborhoods and landmarks. The tour explores 22 sites around the city and showcases the dynamic and legendary history of poetry in Chicago through archival and contemporary recordings of poets and scholars, local musicians, and historic photos. You can take the whole tour for free at poetryfoundation.org. Thanks for joining me. Remember, the lake is always east, so don't walk too far. Now, as we set off on this journey through the last hundred years of Chicago poetry, the first thing you might wonder is, what makes poetry from Chicago distinctive? Is there a Chicago style of poetry? After hearing all of these poets, most in their own voices, you'll make up your own mind. But first, let's hear from Bill Savage. He teaches Chicago literature at Northwestern University and points out that, for starters, Chicago wasn't like Boston or New York or London. You couldn't write about it the way Henry James wrote about those places. You had to come up with a new way to, to express the meaning of skyscrapers, of the man-made wonders of the Columbian Exposition, of the man-made horrors of the stockyards, and of industrial life for the average worker. That sounds like a job description for one of the giants of Chicago poetry. Carl Sandburg's plain language and sympathetic portrayal of everyday working people helped define what we now call the Chicago literary renaissance. And the junk stood up in the skyscrapers and asked, Who am I? Am I a city? And if I am, what is my name? And once while the time whistles blew and blew again, the men answered, Long ago we gave you a name. Long ago we laughed and said, You, your name is Chicago. The other best-known Chicago poet is the great Gwendolyn Brooks. Her descriptions early in her career of life on the south side of Chicago evolved into a passionate call for black awareness. Blackness is a title, is a preoccupation, is a commitment. Blacks are to comprehend and in which you are to perceive your glory. Sandberg and Brooks may be the best-known Chicago poets, but Chicago poetry includes many other voices. In addition to the poets we'll meet downtown, in the rest of the tour you can hear poets such as Michael Ananiah, who helped establish the poetry program at the University of Illinois at Chicago and often writes about Chicago subjects. It must have been the basement-used record store on Hyde Park Boulevard, hubcaps and wheel lugs at eye level. Cities seem so purposeful, their music's half-formed, urgent as traffic. Sterling Plump writes jazz and blues-inflected poetry. Nobody knows the trouble I see coming down yonder's wall. The auction block club was not about civic pride a neighborhood improvement. It was a gossip column of marching thieves. Did this animal, after all, at the moment its neck broke? 
Lee Young Lee looks deeply into immigration, identity, and assimilation. Is this how I, too, recoil from my day? Haki Matabuti is founder of Third World Press. Where is the poetry of resistance? The poetry of honorable defiance? Unafraid of lies from career politicians and businessmen? You'll also hear the contemporary performance poetry called Slam, invented right here in Chicago. Without ever knowing that every time you brush against me, I've got to brush against your silence. And then if you kiss me again, God damn it. This building, now the Chicago Cultural Center, was the original Chicago Public Library. My stepfather, Ralph Newman, was chairman of the library board. And you can see his name chiseled into the wall on the first floor. The building went up in 1893. That same year, visitors from around the world flocked to Chicago for the Columbian Exposition, a six-month-long World's Fair promoted as a celebration of civilization. It was also a celebration of Chicago. In 60 years, Chicago had grown from a remote trading post to a major industrial and transportation center with a population of over a million. Fortunes were made. New ways of building and doing business were invented. This new city also inspired the best writers of the time to experiment and to find ways to evoke the modern world around them. The Cultural Center is a, is a great place to consider this because it was also Chicago's public library. And the idea that someplace this beautiful and this opulent would be for everybody in the city to come and use is sort of a radical kind of democratic access to the arts. Once again, Bill Savage. And that, again, is something that the Chicago Renaissance writers, especially maybe people like Sandberg, were absolutely dedicated to. Poetry should be for everybody. And look at the Tiffany windows and the ceilings in this building and think that the shoeshine boy and the, the multimillionaire both came here to check out books. And that's one of the great things about the city. One of the great things. Sandberg found lots to celebrate about Chicago. He was especially fascinated by the city's continual transformation. Here's Carl Sandberg reading an excerpt from The Windy City. Put the city up, tear the city down, put it up again. Let us find a city. Let us remember the little violet-eyed man who gave all, praying. Dig and dream, dream and hammer, till your city comes. Every day the people sleep and the city dies. Every day the people shake loose, awake, and build the city again. The city is a tool chest opened every day, a time clock punched every morning, a shop door, bunkers, and overalls counting every day. The city is a balloon and a bubble plaything shot to the sky every evening, whistled in a ragtime jig down the sunset. The city is made, forgotten, and made again. Trucks hauling it away haul it back, steered by drivers whistling ragtime against the sunsets. Every day the people get up and carry the city, carry the bunkers and balloons of the city, lift it and put it down. I will die as many times as you make me over again, says the city to the people. I am the woman, the home, the family. I get breakfast and pay the rent. I telephone the doctor, the milkman, the undertaker. I fix the streets for your first and your last ride. 
Come clean with me, come clean or dirty. I am stone and steel of your sleeping numbers. I remember all you forget. I will die as many times as you make me over again. Carl Sandburg, reading an excerpt from his poem, The Windy City. This has been the Chicago Poetry Tour podcast. This was tour number one, the Chicago Cultural Center. The narrator was Scott Simon. The opening music is by the Deep Blue Organ Trio, used with permission of Delmark Records. The full tour with 22 sites is available for free. You can take the multimedia tour online or download audio files at poetryfoundation.org. I'm Ed Herman. Thanks for listening.